All right, so October is known as Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. And uh, on the line, we have gynecologist Dr. Asogora Deng, about, who's going to talk to us about what physically happens to a woman's body when she loses her baby. Uh, this, of course, follows uh, that uh, devastating uh, Instagram post and tweet, tweet, tweet that uh, Chrissy Teigen posted on her timeline, revealing the loss of her and John Legend's unborn son, Jack. Uh, so we've got Dr. Us on the line. Dr. Aso, good afternoon to you. Welcome to the show. Hi, yes. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. You know, so many women go through this, and I'm sure there are many going through this right now. And uh, so many were triggered by uh, Chrissy's loss this morning. Maybe you can tell us what the stats are in South Africa. How often do women experience pregnancy and infant loss? Because I can tell you, when it happens to a woman, it always feels like you are so alone that you're the only one going through that pain. Mm. No, you know, that's a very interesting question because the stats are actually quite high. Um, so, you know, with John Legend and his family, condolences to them and every woman who has had a miscarriage throughout South Africa and throughout the world because it is very high. Mm. Um, on average, we're looking at about a 20% chance of people having a miscarriage. And most of them happen within the first 12 weeks of a pregnancy. Mm. Um, usually, if you the, the pregnancy manages to survive after those 12 weeks, the chances go down significantly. Mm. Now, when I say 20%, up to 20% of women can have miscarriages, those are the ones who knew that they were pregnant. Mm. We actually think that the stats are higher, up to 50%, because a lot of women don't actually even know that they were pregnant and assume that they're just having a very heavy... Period. Period. Yeah. Yes. So what I think is actually probably about fifty percent, but the clinically diagnosed ones are up to twenty percent. So that's that's quite significant. That's like a fifth of every single woman in the yeah. world. Is there? Mm. It's, it's it's just sad that women hardly ever talk about you know these mm. things. Is there an age group that's more vulnerable to losing a child, or you know more vulnerable to maybe experiencing even a stillbirth? Yeah, um, definitely. You know, unfortunately, as we get older as women, um, our chances of having a miscarriage are significantly higher. Mm. So if you're looking at a woman less than 30, um, your miscarriage rate would be up up to about 17%. But if you're looking at a woman who's about 40, you're looking at a 40% chance of a miscarriage. And 45, which, which, you know, that doesn't happen often, they have about an 80% chance of losing those pregnancies. So, you know, every pregnancy that we have always has that risk of a loss. Mm. Um, you know, when I say that, I also want people to know that if, if, you, if you notice that these stats are so high, that it's usually it's not anybody's fault. Most of these things are something that can't be prevented. Yeah. Yeah. So is there anything that can be done to prevent it if you're saying to me that sometimes, you know, there's nothing that can be done? It's nothing. It's, it's nobody's fault. It's not the woman's fault in any way, even though she carries a whole lot of guilt and shame upon losing that child. Yeah. Look, there are a few things that can be done. And it's number one is, of course, following a healthy lifestyle, which is something that we all should be doing anyway. So a good, well-balanced diet um, and exercise. But what has been found to um, decrease the chances of potential specifically neural tube defects is for women to take folic acid specifically before Mm. they get pregnant. 
Um, that helps specifically with reduction of neural tube defects, which are abnormalities in the spine of the baby. Um, the other thing is that, you know, in, in this day and age, women, we, we tend to be having our children at a later age. Yeah. You know, because of our careers and working and studying. Um, so it's actually encouraged that it's better for you to have a child earlier rather than later. So ideally before the age of 37, 35 is when we should be having our children. So, so Doc, what happens physically to a woman's body when she is losing this baby? So from a physical point of view, it, it's actually quite a traumatic thing because technically you are going into labor. Mm. Um, so you will have stomach cramps um, that you find start to get worse and worse and worse. And then from then on, some people will then start to have bleeding or some people may lose water. It sometimes happens over a few days, but for some people it can happen very quickly. And all of a sudden, it, it's, they've lost the pregnancy. So it is a labor process, but it's, it's less pain and it's usually a shorter period of time. Um, and, and also, you know, when a woman experiences a miscarriage or a stillbirth, there's, you know, there's a hope that, that dies with that child. Uh, there's a lot of grief that follows as well. How would you best advise women to heal after this loss? Because there's so much confusion, there's, there's so much anger, there's so much hurt. Mm. Look, you know, the most important thing is to get support whether it be from family members, friends, a psychologist, or all three together. It's very important because you need to understand that that is a grieving process. That is a loss of a life. Whether yeah. it's a pregnancy that is, you know, eight weeks pregnant or pregnancy or stillbirth where the baby was 28 weeks pregnant, that is still a loss of a human life. And the person needs to accept and acknowledge that they're going through a grieving process. And also their family and those around them need to support them. So with that, as with you know, the, the, the death, for example, of a loved one or a partner, it should be acknowledged that it's also happening when the person has had a miscarriage. So they need time. One needs to take a lot of time to recover not physically, the physical recovery takes about a day or two, mm. but the emotional recovery can take weeks to years to recover. Mm. Taking care of themselves, resting, taking time, speaking about it. We also have support groups that are available um, if people need any help. If we're talking about that as well, you know, it also puts people at risk of having depression. Yes. Um, it really affects your mental, yes. you know, your mental health as well. Yeah, which, 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 is, which is a huge, it has a huge impact. And unfortunately, that burden tends to fall on the woman. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very interesting with John Legend and his family that what she chose to do and deal with her grief is to share that grief and pain with other women. Mm. So that she's actually, what, what she's done is that she's getting then support from the whole world yeah. and other women all across the world who have also gone through this. It's, it's, it's such a painful thing, but it's also giving other people an opportunity to learn and know that they're not alone, which is yeah. the most important part. Tap into a, a community part. of people who have walked the yes. same journey. Yes. Yeah. D- uh, Dr. Korateng, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we have learned a great deal from you. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. Bye. Okay.